0: This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. Weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound and more.
1: Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production, for all of your special events, contact them at rightliveevents.com, WriteLiveEvents at Gmail.com, or on Facebook at RightLive. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Write Live. Hey guys, it is I from Groat, Alec from Ghosted in West Virginia. I'm just here to tell you that if you want to help Ghosted uh, become the podcast that you you know it can be, rate, review, and follow wherever you listen to our podcast, and spread the show around. All right, let's really get a lot of people in our graveyard. Let's go, folks. You're listening. Ghosted in West Virginia. <laughs> obsessors oppressors and possessors it is i your humble handsome host alec mccann and with me as always julia and we just had our paranormal con which is why you haven't had an episode this week it was awesome it
0: was awesome
1: we got to meet a lot of cool people our panel went really well everybody you know that panel probably could have gone on the rest of the day and nobody would have complained
0: yeah they should have definitely had more time
1: yeah We'll we'll figure it out for next year, but it went off really well, uh, and we got to meet a lot of cool people. The uh, ending of the night was supposed to end with a live episode of Hensdale, but because I managed our time poorly, uh, we didn't get to do that. Are the dogs
0: outside? no but that was strange
1: it sounded like she was outside it did Weird.
0: next year you just need to let me micromanage everyone will love it (laughs) (laughs) they'll love it as much as you do
1: I know it'll be great
0: I'm proud that I just stayed stayed out of it
1: (laughs) well I mean we had the kids with us too the baby right now is having a good time he has surgery in the morning at... What time do we have to be there? 6.30? 6.30 a.m. And we have to leave our home at 5, 5.30. Why 5 o'clock,
0: because you know I can't see when it's dark.
1: So we should go when there's more darkness?
0: I need more time to see. To drive
1: slow. I'm not sure that made sense. It didn't to me. I'm sure someone else... It He's over here just kicking me. He's got violence in his heart. Now he's monkey-toeing you. I know. He's so happy. Go! <laughs> so, we were doing the live episode of Hinsdale, but because we ran out of time, we didn't have a lot of information. So, Julia said, why don't we just re-record it and whatever doesn't fit, we'll just do in another episode. But because we also know that our our part twos oftentimes don't get much traction. So we want to change that. So we're going to release part one this week. Then next week we're going to do Brushy Mountain. Yes. Then we're going to do part two. Then we're going to do... We're going to try and get Ellen to do Bigfoot with us. If she does not come then we're just going to do Bigfoot without her. Sorry, Ellen. We love you. We really do. But we've had it in our thing for a while. And uh,
0: we're all busy.
1: Yeah, we're all busy. It's it's okay. I'm not like coming down on you or anything. I'm just, I was just letting everybody know because I had announced it, you know, a while ago that we were going to do one, but we hadn't recorded it yet. But I tried to shave stuff out of this one. And it just didn't work real well yeah. for me. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into this. We're going to um, talk about the history. You're going to hear a bunch of stuff that you've already heard. But no. but honestly, you'll probably be able to pay more attention now than you, did, you could there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what is... Oh, there he goes with his Spider-Man mobile.
0: See him just pick it up like yeah. a grown man? He's not
1: worried about it anymore. He's learned. Look at me. He turned around like, uh-huh, here I am. Maybe he was getting it out of
0: the door so we could
1: shut it for bed. Oh, maybe. <laughs> He's so
0: good.
1: Such a good boy. So out in a beautiful scenic town called Hensdale is a ghastly story of a family that was tortured by an entity that still seems to reside in the house. Pensdale was formed out of a town called Olean, and I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not. You could just say cup. You know how to talk, and you're faking so hard with that. Did you see that cry? Yeah. He even closed his eyes real hard. What, down here now? I'm scratching my wife's back while we do this. Um... Hensdale was formed out of a town called Olean in 1820 and uh was named after Hensdale, New Hampshire because New York was like we don't have enough names that we can come up with ourselves. In 2010, a census c- concluded it had a population of 2168. So roughly the Very size
0: compared to
1: us. Yeah, well also <laughs> that's about the size of the population uh From Jason Aldean's small town. So
0: it's not even an actual small town.
1: No. Mm. No, when he said try that in a small town, he was talking about like a a middle suburban type area. (laughs) Not like this. This is a small town. This is a small town. We got like 300 maybe.
0: We don't even have 300. We don't? Did you look it up? I did. Our census, the last time they did it was 2021. We had 267 people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's mostly old people, so no one's boning to make new children. Ours is probably one of the only ones. We probably had like five last year. What? The cup didn't work out.
0: Well,
1: if he would stop losing his cups, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Clara Miller. Formerly known as Clara Dandy, lived inside. Can I stop and talk about this family's last name real quick? Dandy. Dandy. First of all, that's what they used to call gay people back in the uh, like revolution times, and I'm, I don't know that they would call. I mean, they would definitely call them gay or dandies, but that's what they called the effeminate, uh, high to do people. They would call them dandies. Oliver, you got to stop putting this cup upside down. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. Why don't you go show brother? Then off he goes.
0: Here, I'll
1: hold it till you get down. He he's not about it. Just let him do what he's doing. He's gonna fall off the bed. Look at him! Look at him! He's so dumb. He's so dumb. Jump! Like the dumbness of a bull, oh, Julia. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, you made. <laughs> uh, oh uh, he almost jumped off the bed. You can't tell a one-year-old to do that. Oh my goodness! I'm just, I'm, I was in love with how dumb he was being as a baby, not understanding how physics or gravity works. And then you're just like, let me teach him. <laughs> and he was getting ready. He, he, he tried if his feet could ever leave the ground when he jumps.
0: And then he thought better of it. Oh he's going to the mean brother.
1: Good. <laughs> anyway, Clara Clara was uh was born and raised in Buffalo, New York in nineteen thirty five. And she got all of her raising done in one year to an <laughs> Irish German family. Phil Dandy, her husband, was what was up. I
0: too am Irish and German.
1: Yes you are. Yes you are. The most Racist of all the races was German. German, because a lot of people forget it wasn't just Jews they went after. They went after Gypsies and African. Amer- well, they probably weren't Americans, but black people in general. They went after them as well.
0: Well, they just
1: I'm not, focused heavily I on
0: Jews. So
1: that's fair. Uh, but he was born in Borndeen, Kentucky, in 1933. And was raised in Virginia, of the same year.
0: One year raising for him too. Yes,
1: he later moved to Buffalo in order to avoid having to work in the mines. The couple met in 1954. So, how old were they when they met? Let's see. She's two years his senior. 1954. Hold on. Give me some years. 19. Let's do her first. 1954 minus 1935. She 19. Was, she was 19. Oh. Two years younger. He was 17. Oh. She's a pervert. She is. Pervy perv.
0: Pervert.
1: Clara says that she liked his southern accent and the fact that he couldn't buy beer. I'm joking. That was that was a false part there at the end. Because they didn't have age limits of beer drinking in 1950-some, did they? I thought 10-year-olds could go get a drink after their shift. So. Well, what were the drinking laws then? This is what people call for, drinking laws. They said, let me tune in and find out what obscure laws they found. So, 19, let's say 1955... 54, 1954 drinking age. 21. 21? In 1954?
0: After the 21st Amendment passed in December of 1993, most set their legal minimum drinking age at 21. Uh, Some states did lower it to 18, as though, this. in the 60s and 70s.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So it's been... I
0: guess they realized 18-year-olds are still children, basically.
1: You said 19...
0: 33. You said 1993. I said
1: 33. I'm fairly certain you said because 93. my
0: grandpa was born then.
1: I think you misspoke, though. Like, I think you said right. 93.
0: You don't have to call it out and rub it in and get not about it.
1: Okay. I don't
0: know
1: that we can do. This. Yes, well, come on. <sighs> that was a, that was brutal, and unnecessary. <sighs> I wasn't trying. I was just saying. I was. I was telling you why I was confused, by what you said, and why I was looking on your phone.
2: Okay.
1: I don't even know where I am now because that, that hurt me so deeply. Anyway. Clara says she liked his southern accent but would get frustrated with him because it took him a while to say things. Good old southern boys gotta sound out those vows. They were married in July of 1955 and would have five children, four of which would survive, but the baby girl would only live a few days. So there we have tragedy. Pain and, and sorrow have always seemed to be a factor in cases of serious hauntings like these that we've gone there. over. You know, Amityville, um, Lindley Street, the parents. Uh, the, in fact, the parents oftentimes, uh, before they took <coughs> over the Arnold estate, they went through multiple traumatic events uh, involving their animals. The Lindley Street couple uh, lost their son, and their adopted daughter was abandoned uh, by her by her people. Dark entities latch onto these situations uh, that are filled to the brim with pain. Clara adds in her book of echoes uh, that she, or I'm sorry, in her book Echoes of a Haunting, that she and Phil had a hard marriage. I want that book. Echoes of a Haunting. Okay, well, I'm
0: gonna add it to my Amazon so that I remember it.
1: All right. Uh, they didn't really get along well and would later divorce after Hensdale. She puts one of the key contributing factors uh, being that they just came from different backgrounds. She was raised a Catholic and Phil was raised a nothing.
0: Does that ever bother you about our religious backgrounds?
1: No. I but like That's expensive. How much is it? 18.79 and
0: the hardcover is 30.
1: She must be doing pretty well for herself then. Okay. No, it never bothers me though because you've been so open to learning about this stuff and even if you have questions, I know you're not asking because you're like, well, that's just stupid. You're asking because you, you legit don't understand. Probably bothered them because Catholics are... are and Catholics are strict. They're very strict. Like, they're, they're as close to Jewish as Christians can be. And before any Catholics get mad at me, you have a priest system, just like the Jews. You have to go to your priest to talk to God, just like the Jews. That's all I'm saying. And... You find it much better if a person converts to Catholicism, no matter if they're Protestant originally or Jewish or anything. So, And Jews do that, too. You guys are, like, hand in hand. I think Muslims do that as well. I'm not sure. I
0: don't know much about it.
1: Mm. But Phil had no religious beliefs, and he only converted to Catholicism so that he could marry Clara. She describes his upbringing as basically... To thyself be true So whatever your will is Go do it They grew apart as marriage went on And so they decided you know what Why don't we take a vacation We've been working all the time We've got all the kids They're going to take their kids with them But you know they're like We need to be able to just be around each yeah. other Without thinking about bills and all that Clara thought that maybe If they reconnected with each other you know, It would just get easier And vacations do work that way Like we've come back from like Small things rejuvenated You know being like that was a good day I'm glad we did that This was their Oh I'm sorry Uh, so she uh, Realizes We're gonna we need you know We need a vacation so this is the first step Into the nightmare world that they would Later find themselves in They went and vacationed in their Friend's cabin that was located In Allegheny State Park they were surrounded by nature and quiet and it went well their son mike would go out into the woods and come home with snakes at one point uh the snakes got out in the cabin so they spent the evening wrangling up all these slithery creatures could you imagine my mother in that situation
0: <laughs> she would leave and never come back
1: she turned it off as soon as i said the word snake Are we all right The family had really enjoyed their time at the cabin and didn't really want to go back to the city. Phil and Clara started talking about buying their own cabin that they could visit. In the winter, they found ads in the paper for cabins that were about 30 minutes from the park. They were shown an incomplete cabin just outside of the park area, and by the end of the week, they owned that cabin and three acres that it sat on.
0: Nice.
1: It was is very nice. I I'm not sure if I go into what Phil does or okay. what Clara does before she move before they you know, she well we'll get to it. She quits her job. <laughs> um so this cabin is not Hensdale. It's just a cabin okay. that they buy. They, uh, they would come they out don't live here. No, like no, this is sort of like vacation. a vacation They would come out to it whenever the weather was nice And they actually started making friends While being out there As time went on Phil would go to the cabin Less and less Opting instead to be like I'll just stay home But even without Phil Clara and the kids had a good time That's why I say Phil isn't really a major player yeah. In his own family's story most dads
0: aren't like you are you're always around well I I mean, try. i'm not saying that in a bad way that no. sounded harsh no
1: but i do try i mean but i try to be because i i didn't have that
0: a lot of dads don't care to be
1: and like i love my mom but she had to work all the time and there were times when she would say we had to do stuff or we were going to do stuff that we couldn't because we either couldn't afford it yeah or she had to work and couldn't get out of it. And I know if she feels bad about that. I don't I don't particularly I don't feel bad about that. Like it doesn't I'm I'm alive, it didn't kill me, so I don't feel yeah. bad. But I also understand I don't want like how many times have I promised the kids something and I legitimately if I haven't forgotten, I just don't do it. A lot. Oh, I do? I promise them stuff and don't do it? Oh, no sorry I was, <laughs> I was like am i not seeing something
0: you you do it you might complain
1: oh i definitely complain there's times where they ask me to do stuff that i told them i would do and they hit me
0: no but you like at the wrong time it, like even if it's just playing a video game with them yeah i don't
1: <laughs> you,
0: no, but in my defense, video games make me nauseous. Like, I legit get car sick watching them.
1: Yeah, and we can't play board games with them because we've tried. And Ryan gets real mad. Ryan, remember when we were playing Family Feud yeah. and he quit because he couldn't get any right? Like, he,
0: he cried quit. And Jacob cheats.
1: Jacob's a big cheater. So, the more time the family spent out there, the less they wanted to come home. Except Phil... Who never left the city long enough. Now, I do get it, though. A cabin with only a few amenities or my house with all my amenities. I, I like being home. <laughs> yeah, I would. However, I did pay for the cabin. So, Phil's a douche.
0: Like, I would take all of my things to the cabin
1: and just live there. Yeah. So, the family starts looking into getting a home in the area Clara and Phil struggled over this decision because this would mean, you know, they had to take their children away from their friends. It also meant no more Catholic private school, so they uh, have to be left behind in order for them to get a good Christian education. They were like, you know, we can't keep them in here. Yeah, they'll have to live here with someone else while we move to a better area. How rude!
0: Did they
1: do that? No. They were just saying, we can't justify them going to this school without them living here. Uh, so, with heavy hearts, Clara and Phil took the children to Clara's sister's house. She was a local spinster who had nothing but time for her new children. They did. I'm sorry, they did. That's
2: awful. My
1: bad. Uh, now, with that settled, Phil and Clara went to the countryside to find their new home and each other. Now, if you believed all that and said, well, I'm glad they, uh, they got haunted, you would not be wrong. They indeed would have deserved what just happened.
0: He dropped something on his little toe.
1: Oh. They... And he he's
0: had, dramatically limping.
1: <laughs> he's, he's limping. Oh, my goodness. Who are you? What child birthed you? But you would indeed be right. Oh, they baby. indeed would have deserved everything they oh. got and more, but I was making that last bit up, so let's not judge them too so harshly. So they didn't
0: give away their children? No,
1: no, they did not. No, they they would just have to be in public school and commute for their jobs.
0: What a terrible choice.
1: <laughs> Phil... <laughs> Now, Phil... Oh, I I did talk about what they did. Okay, so Phil worked for Ford. He's eating his toes. And Clara was an office manager at a college in Buffalo. And the commute was 75 miles both ways. Or, I'm sorry, one way. It's awful. That, That means... Wait, 75 miles both ways doesn't mean it's a combined 75, right? Like, it combines into 75... They that's drove how seventy I would say it. Okay, they drove seventy-five there and seventy-five home. That's awful. So that's what? Uh, um, 150 miles each day. Yeah. That's a That's 150. Now the thing is, Phil would stay with his in-laws when he was too tired to come home, which was every week. Clara couldn't just leave the children alone, so she would make the trek. I think I would just pour sugar into Phil's tank and tell him to try and make it to work now. Because you're leaving, you're making me drive 150 miles every day.
0: Yeah.
1: Just to come home and deal with four children. No,
0: he did nothing. While
1: you go home to my in-laws and what sleep in their basement. Right. And and jacket to old Playboys.
0: he probably was staying with his side
1: piece. <laughs> Oliver, are you being nice to the Zoe? Oliver, are you being nice to the Zoe? It sure looks like you're being quite forceful with your what is he doing to her? Let help her.
0: Well, remember she sat on his head the other day.
1: Did she? There. <laughs> she's
0: she's up. But she did.
1: Hey, don't be mean. No, all right. Now, uh, I don't know how long I would be able to also keep that kind of driving up. Certainly not in this present-day economy. They, however, decided it was worth it. So, the same woman that sold them the cabin contacted them and told them about a farmhouse that was for sale in the area, and it was being renovated. And this is the Hensdale House. Okay. The house sat on eight acres, Lakers, 8 acres of land and Claire described it as a very ordinary farmhouse uh, in fact it's, her quote is its luminous appearance made it visible from the main road the only structure on the side road it occupied a spot a half mile from its nearest neighbor the view of the house disappeared as one turned off the gravel surface to the main road. Are you okay? Did you see okay. him? He was, he was celebrating the fact that he got Zoe. And look at him stomping oh, now.
0: <laughs> he wasn't celebrating. He was trying to get away.
1: <laughs> Across the stream, the narrow dirt road passed a deserted falling down shed. From there it climbed a small hill and turned a small bend. At this point the house disappeared. The house doesn't look very impressive, uh as farmhouses go in pictures. I'll show you a picture and, and you can see it. It's not in fact look at it look it up while we're doing this. You can see that it's not like ooh, that's a beautiful house or anything. Like you you wouldn't think that it's high commodity. Like, you look at the Amityville house, like, when they bought it, you're like, oh, that's a beautiful outside. Or, or uh, the Conjuring house is pretty plain, too. Weeping Willow house, isn't.
0: So that kind of reminds me of our old house, a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. But it's, you see, it's not, like, yeah, amazing or anything. One side of the structure was two stories And then the other half only had one floor. The side of the house uh, also had a gorgeous view of the hill and surrounding trees, which you could see from a screened-in porch. I don't know if the screened-in porch is there now. I think
0: that's it.
1: Yeah, that's the house there. Yeah, that's the screened-in porch there, yep. The looking at the house, there was a pond to the left, and behind the house, there were woods that went up the hill and led to a hiking path. And then that hiking path led to the cabins. So they're pretty close to their old cabin, and the people that they got to know when they were up there. In fact, people would come down to visit them. Oh, in the, nice of them. <laughs> in the wintertime, the family would put on skates and go out onto the pond. However... That's dangerous. Well, one day, one of their dogs tried to run out before and broke through the ice.
0: That'll be max. I hope you're ready.
1: Yeah, they didn't do it much longer after that. The dog was okay, though. That's good. Now, inside the home, the single-floor area had a kitchen, utility room, and Mike's bedroom. The two-story part had a living room a lower bedroom, a bathroom, two doors that exited out onto the porch, a master bedroom and a smaller upper bedroom with a closet that was turned into a bedroom as well. So there's two bedrooms upstairs, two bedrooms downstairs, and one bedroom uh in like a like the lower part of the house. If that makes sense. Yeah. As you walk down the steps, you can see what looks like an upside-down step. So, like, you're coming down the steps into, like, Beth's room.
2: Okay.
1: And when you get there, you can see, like, like, like a, how you have a closet and then steps are going up. So, they look like they're upside-down because you're inside the closet and you're looking at the steps from the wrong way. Like, you're behind the steps. That
0: doesn't make any sense to me, but okay.
1: You're... Okay, so you know how steps go like this? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So, pretend there's a closet here, and you go inside the closet, and now you're behind the steps, and the steps look like they're going up, not down. Like, it looks like the steps are upside down. Okay. You've never experienced that?
0: Like, I've been under plenty of stairwells but
1: and and they look upside down i don't
0: know i've never paid that much attention but i also can't picture it in my head either
1: okay well all right as you walk down the steps you can see what looks like an upside down step and that's where the crawl space was in the closet that is set up right above the stairs Clara said the layout of the house was strange. It was strange because unless you were willing to tightrope across some shoddy boards, you couldn't get to the crawl space. Oh, I forgot to mention the access to this room was also above the stairs leading to Beth's room. There was a cellar that the only way you could... He's, he's so sad.
2: Oh my gosh, he's so heavy.
1: There was a... Oh, he's got two. There was a cellar that you could only get to if you went into the bathroom. Weird. And went into the doorway that was across from the toilet, which is terrifying. What what if what if someone was to knock while you're sitting on the throne? You answer that? No,
0: heck no.
1: The family looked at this house... <clears throat> or the family looking at this house didn't feel there were any issues. Yes, certain things were odd, but not, like, out of the realm of possibility. Like, she wasn't like, oh, this is a supernatural house or anything. It was yeah. just like, why is the cellar door there? Why is the crawl space above the stairs? And we have to walk across boards to get to it. Like, what is going yeah. on here? Clara Clara is quoted... Cla- Quara... is quoted as saying there was nothing sinister appearing about the tall pine marking the beginning of the driveway there was nothing spooky about the spring house filled with clear cold water which sparkled in the rear of the yard there was nothing threatening in the sight of the large pond on the side of the house now nothing about the house even drew them to the house except the fact that the property was pretty Most of the time when we see victims of these type of hauntings, it's something about the house that drew them in. Like They felt they had to be there. Supernatural forces didn't have to entice these people to their home though because the natural beauty did it for them. That spring, they started moving their things into the house. It was mainly Clara and the children moving things along.
0: So they stayed there all winter with
1: not their stuff or without their stuff Mm. no 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 this that telling that you about the winter is just like telling you what they would do in the winter like setting up activity they haven't we haven't gone to them moving in quite yet they were just talking about things that they would do okay that spring, they started moving their things into the house. It was mainly Clara and the children moving things along. On one of the trips the house or to the house, they were meeting uh, with telephone people to install a landline, and the family station wagon overheated, even though it had never run with any problems before. And this would just be like a preview of car troubles that they would endure. I think I put some in here. The family and visitors constantly had car issues.
0: Interesting.
1: And there were just, there's a lot of car problems in here.
0: wonder if that's what's
1: happening to us. No. <laughs> we just have a 2001 Chrysler van. They moved in on July 18th, 1970, and things could have gone better. Now, it was nothing too bad, but surely not great. Clara's mom and brother went to the house to take some belongings over, and when they arrived, they discovered that the house was filled with bees in fact they were so packed into the house that you couldn't see in through the windows because of the sheer volume that were covering the windows they said it was like a black moving curtain Oh my! the exterminator they got to take care of the issue was shocked saying it was impossible that they could have congregated so fast in such a great number by the time clara and the rest of the family made it out to the house the mom and brother team had already filled up numerous shopping bags of dead bees. They continued to have problems with bees and flies in the house. But they finally move in and they settle down. But not long afterwards, people became downright self-injury prone. Everyone was having accidents. Clara's first day back to work after moving in, her daughter Mary rides her bike and lands on her chin when she falls. Now, I know... I know what you're thinking. Alright, she landed and she got hurt. Big whoop. Her sister, Laura, similar accident. Falls off her bike. Doesn't land on her chin, though. She just gets herself a good staph infection. So strange. It's weird. It's 100% weird. I had... My school had an outbreak of staph infection because of the turf. The astroturf of the uh, football field. Ew. It was infected with staff and and the football players are who caused school to be out for like a week Gross. and then we just kept going around to the football players because nobody nobody gets to rid the football players you know because they're scary people but we all say you got the staff did you give it to did you give it to your girl are the cheerleaders okay <laughs> like we treated it like they were giving out stds even though that's not how staff works but you know it, it
0: is highly
1: contagious though yeah um, mike spilled boiling hot water down his stomach and see now those three things mike could have just been an idiot yeah clara getting staph infection she might have hit something that had it
0: right
1: and and
0: kids fall off bikes kids
1: fall off bikes but this next one is kind of remarkable as injuries go. Clara broke her... What is he... Is he trying to sit on Max?
0: Oliver, Oliver don't sit no. on Max.
1: Get off his chest.
0: He's just sitting beside him now. Max rolled away. No. Don't.
1: Don't you play with that. No. Please don't, don't laugh at him playing with his nutsack. That is not okay. I'm that laughing poor at his... That poor dog. Uh-huh. No, you were laughing when he was pointing to it. He was pointing at that coin person. You were like, "Please don't." Oh, I think he grabbed it.
0: Oliver Scott. No. Oh no,
1: with his arms up, he said, "Two two times spectacular." Leave him be. So, oh man. Clara broke her finger trying to open her window. Uh, and it had to be placed in a stint. Uh, 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 uh. Mike was trying to make a vase and sliced his hand open. Phil uh, 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 cut his finger down to the bone, uh. pushing a car in the snow. Ow, he's on my chest here. Please get him away from me. I don't like him on this side. Ow, oh, now he's playing with my nipples. Get him away. Ow, get this baby someone. ow. <laughs> Uh, Oliver Why? Ah! Get mommy's nipples.
0: No, it's
1: weird. Pull them off. Why is it weird for you and not me? Because I'm
0: a girl.
1: Pull them off.
0: And your nipples are out. (laughs) Mine (laughs) are
1: not. Your nipples are out. No. On Thursdays, their daughter fell, broke her arm during gym class, and Mike broke his toe playing basketball. Oh. The mother-in-law one time after visiting now this is after visiting Hinsdale came home, made dinner and then fell down her steps and broke her leg. Is he biting you?
0: He did. And he laughed. Did
1: you hear Hey him? No. No, no. No biting. Biting's bad.
0: No bite, me.
1: Needless to say though, the family suspected that it wasn't just bad luck that was happening to them family also had a large number of pets why does it look like he's diving maybe
0: that's what he's practicing for next summer
1: but the family had a large number of pets coming into the home they had a dog a cat and a bird they had a skunk named Ollie and, Aww, a, Ollie. and, and some raccoons now once I want. once they moved in though Clara recalled that the animals started dying at terribly fast paces while they lost some from each animal group, for some reason, birds seem to be taken out more. Be- demons just don't like birds.
0: Well, don't birds also get sick easily?
1: I don't know. I don't know anything about birds. I know they fly.
0: My grandma had a bird.
1: Did it get sick a lot? I
0: don't think so. It was just a little, a little bird, like
1: the little budgie birds. Little budgie. Three of the animals... Three of the animals actually perished in their youngest daughter's room, Mary. They perished in Mary's room. Uh, And those animals actually slept with her. Now Mary's room actually is a focal point of, uh, focal center of activity in the home. So many animals had died in, or I'm sorry, so many animals had died in that room that the vet told them, just stop letting animals go in there.
0: Yeah.
1: So the first winter in the home from seventy to seventy one, it was tough. The family had no previous experience of life on a farm, and it was supposedly the coldest winter uh, during that time, like they had seen.
0: Yeah.
1: Honestly, there are so many parallels between this and the parent haunting. It's kind of eerie. Are they
0: close, like location wise?
1: No. Um, the parent haunting happened in. I want to say Connecticut, but I think I might be wrong.
0: New Jersey, remember. maybe? I can't remember.
1: I don't think they're close. Um, water pipes froze in the early February and didn't flow out until April. They had access to water in the spring house, but had to carry buckets of water from the spring house to the home every time they needed to do things. So it was just a bad winter. Yeah, that's awful. One night, Clara was carrying a bucket to the house when she noticed a fast-moving object approach her silently in the sky. Mm
2: Nope.
1: She called the kids, and they all came Now, you see this thing, and you don't know what it is. Why are you going to call your kids to come? Hey, I'm about to die. Why don't you all join me? Let's all get vaporized.
0: Now, when my days as a single mother like I wouldn't call them out if I thought it was dangerous but if I saw something I'd be like oh come look quick
1: oh that's fair
0: so maybe it was like something like that I mean even not as a single mom I'd be like come see
1: right what cramp mm, that sucks
0: and my calf
1: one night Clara sorry do you know what a calf is no. well my leg was on top of you <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> called to the kids And they came out to stare at the object That was hovering in the sky It was large, round, and had windows It hovered for a little while Veered right And shut off real quick Now Clara refused to call it a UFO But the kids were like, we see this all the time So yeah. you can think what it is All you want, but we know But during the summer of 1970, er, yeah, 1971 A bright light In the sky woke Clara up, Phil's at work as always, and the kids were home uh, with her in bed. She said she was sound asleep and then a bright fluorescent light filled the room. The source seemed to be directly above the home and she immediately thought back on the thing that hovered in the sky. Clearly, she wasn't too afraid to think it was a UFO. it's not bleeding son uh as if to confirm her thoughts that this was not a dream or a hallucination her son mike calls up to her and asks if she's seeing this as well now she tells him you know don't don't look out the window I- ignore it and it'll go away she took the 90s early 2000s approach to bullying and this method has pervaded school culture To the point that people are are committing suicides rather than being bullied. So I'm pretty sure most of the time this method is ineffectual. You know what isn't ineffectual? What? Hands. Hands are not ineffectual. People will not mess with you if they're afraid to get hurt. I tell
0: my kids
1: to throw hands. That's right. The late or the, light, the, light. the light stayed for about 10 minutes and then left. Clara got up once the light went out and looked out the window, and she saw the same object that she had seen before flying away from her home. Days later, there were many reported sightings of weird objects in the sky from all over the area. It was not just them that saw it. Now, while this event was strange, it didn't really seem to really affect them because it warranted one paragraph in her book.
2: Yeah,
1: and it goes, and then it just goes immediately back to the water pipes freezing. Like they're like, oh, we saw a UFO, and and our water's, and frozen. Our water's been frozen for a good long time, guys. I'm gonna tell you what, it was hard to live with them frozen waters. The Malians didn't it, do anything
0: because just in our um issues that we had with our pipes and stuff. Not having water even for just a couple days was really inconvenient.
1: It was, but what about, what about, okay, so let's say you're writing a book. You're writing a book, and that's Dallas Pritchard. He's from the thing. I don't know who that, Ashley. I don't know
0: who
1: this is either. Oh, she's got an account, a private account. You know what that means? She's a, she's an online whore. What?
0: That's not very nice.
1: No, those accounts those that's exact. My
0: account is private.
1: Are you an online
0: whore? Apparently.
1: Well, you gotta stop that. You're married now.
0: My account is private because it's all my children.
1: I saw that picture that woman had. It was not about her children. That was not about her children. She had a piece of washing cloth covering her boobies. (laughs) <laughs> that's an online Rude. that's an online hooker well anyway you're writing a book would you spend a whole chapter on freezing pipes with one paragraph on an alien or would you try and spend your entire chapter on that alien
0: I would try to write my whole book on the aliens
1: but sh- I mean she-
0: like I'd give a little background of the house but my main focus of the book would be the weird stuff
1: right so you wouldn't just put it in there for one paragraph
0: no i might have one paragraph of oh hey my pipes froze right winter here's a bitch
1: (laughs) now the family became (laughs) friends with their neighbors who had three kids and not long after this friendship blossomed they told clara that they thought they had seen a ghost walking down the Dandies road Mm. mike laughed out loud And the rest of his family, too, brushed it off. Soon after, though, Mike claimed to have seen the ghost while he and his friends were walking. They said that they saw what looked like a farmer walking ahead of them. And when the neighbors pointed out that that was the ghost their parents had been talking to, Mike decided to try and chase the ghost. The boys chased the figure along the road until they got about six feet from the apparition that looked like a farmer and then just disappeared behind a tree. The ghost did, not not the boys. They didn't just disappear behind a tree and the farmer ghost was going, where'd that go? (laughs) Several other people besides the dandies were seeing ghosts around the family's property. Now let's talk about the property itself. When you walk through the woods, what? Is he being pesty? He
0: had his first taste of hot chocolate.
1: Did I he? I don't think he liked it. Oh, is that what you got in there? Can I have a sip? You can oh.
0: have the rest of it if you want
1: it. Is it warm chocolate now? Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Still good warm. Um. So the ghost disappeared. Uh, and then several other people, besides the Dandies, were seeing ghosts around the family's property as well. When you walk through the woods, there's a trail that leads to the cabins, like like the rentals that the Dandies had. Um, and and these are the homes that you know the Dandies made friends with. They'd come to visit and hang out, and there was never any shortage of friends for the family to, you know, to witness their creepy stuff happening. Some of the people even had permission to get water from the home, from the outside spigot. Now, they weren't like, hey, come on in, but they were like, yeah, we got an outside thing. Go ahead. Mm. Man, I might need to get some of that. One day, Claire and her daughters were out. Uh, to get at an appointment, and the other children were at home. Phil was. Can you guess? At
2: work.
1: Woo! The kids were in the living room and saw a sixteen-year-old boy walk across the front of the property. No. The dogs were freaking out, but the boy didn't react. He went to the pond and then just disappeared. Now Mike, Mike thought, you know, maybe he, this boy had fallen into a hole. <laughs> Although. There was no report made So I'm guessing that was more of his Wishful thinking Like he was like I hope that dude fell into a hole
0: You're right
1: The sisters had actually been willing And even started to accept that odd things Were happening so they were like Oh no that's 100% a ghost That's what that was Yeah. What's your how's Kalia doing Ugh that's not English Yeah
0: so that's how it's going
1: Okay there you go
0: (laughs) But she's
1: Answering, so oh, that's sure. good. Yes, that's good. Oh wait, that is English. I thought I saw "meh," and I was like, "What is? Is that like? What is that?"
0: It's our new language.
1: Right? I thought I thought it was German, mm. which makes me feel stupid. Like I thought it was might Meid- That sounds like a word to me.
0: Yeah,
1: a German word.
0: You are German.
1: I am the German word. So. A couple uh, that were camping at the property came down to use the outside water supply and they saw a boy near the spring house. They noticed that the child was heading towards their cabin so they headed back up. Now they're driving. So they're driving and where the path leading to the cabin empties out onto an open field. So they're driving past this open field and they're not seeing the boy. They figure. So he
0: just disappeared
1: Well they f- think maybe he's gotten up there So they get to their property But there's still no sign of him So he's just gone hmm. The boy would be seen several times It was so common that people would just say Ah the boy's back And no one would ask what do you mean Like anytime you said the boy's back Everybody would be like alright well He's out there again This boy never interacted with anyone. He would just walk across the property. And I think this is what people call a residual haunting.
0: I believe so.
1: There was also a woman that was seen around the pond. Mary and her friends in late July 1973 told Clara about a woman that had been seen dancing on the other side of the pond in her book clara describes the dance the girl demon or the dance that the girls demonstrated for her as lazy and almost like interpretive dance the movements however were disturbing to her the girls described the woman as a red-haired blue-eyed buck-toothed woman her dress seemed to be made of curtains so like a debutante type style scarlett o'hara that kind of thing yeah. This woman spun as she danced until she disappeared in the grass like some magnificent human drill. Hmm. Phil thinks that some weirdos just come onto his property, so he goes out to investigate one of the few times he's home. Oh,
2: does it say he's home?
1: And he searches around the pond but finds nothing. And Mary says, I bet that lady hanged herself. Her eyes were bugging out of her head and now that... uh, Her eyes were bugging out of her head. And now... That dance the daughter and her friends had displayed made sense to Clara And it disturbed her even more because the movements Reminded her of someone swinging from a tree Yeah He's loving you
2: Hi,
1: baby. In the house you have another woman apparition that wears flannel And did he just spit that out at you? In the house you have or in 1973 in August, Clara wakes up to the sounds coming from bo- the bottom of her stairs. She gets up thinking it's one of her kids, but when she looks down the stairs, she clearly sees a woman walking by. Ooh. At first, she thinks, "Oh, it must be Beth," but then she notices uh, that it's some someone completely new to her. She's wearing a long blue flannel nightgown with a floral pattern on it. And she had long brown hair. When she went to check on the kids, they were all sleeping and the woman had disappeared. Why did you not immediately run down there to whoop some butt? Right. Why didn't you tell your husband there's some strange long-haired blue flanneled woman running around our house? We need, we need to get these children and get them out. I don't know where your phone went, babe. Oh, I found it. About a month after this, Beth wakes up and finds someone standing at her dresser with her diary open. She at first thought it was her mother. The woman had her back to Beth and asked, "Are you sure it was june twenty ninth There had been a fire that day down the road, so she uh, so she just says you know that's what that 's what my diary says and the woman closes the diary, places it back and then closes the drawer before leaving. The next day, more alert, Beth realizes that wasn't my mother. The woman looked nothing like my mother and my mother's never had that flannel nightgown before. Creepy. What's creepy to me is the detail that she read the diary closed it back up and then closed the drawer
2: yeah
1: like that's creepy why 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 is that creepy to me i do not know but that's real creepy to me um let's see here then you have the one time sighting of the man in the blue coat and it was seen by more people than just the family Now remember, this is the only sighting, so it happened, you know, they all saw it at the same time. They made friends with the neighbor kids, and the kids wanted to spend the night there just to see some ghosts. Well, one night, two family friends are over, and they take pictures of a man they saw on the property. And this is at the same time that two women from town were visiting Clara and also witnessed this apparition. The picture was of a middle-aged man dressed in a navy jacket. His nose looked broken. His jaw was twisted and he had blood running down his face and appeared to be screaming but no sound came out. That would be terrifying to me. Clara said the man looked in the picture like he was looking past the boys but the picture has since been lost. Of course.
2: Right.
1: In the night of... Or in the night of winter 1972 Clara picked up Mike and Beth from a school dance taking Lassie, her dog, with her. It was around midnight and Clara noticed, man that dance got out late, Clara noticed that while no snow was on the ground there was lightning in the sky that suggested a storm. It was unsettling. She describes it as, we reach the bend in the road just before it begins to dip to a low point and there It crosses a small stream and a gully and then climbs again to meet the main road. A flash of light suddenly lit up the sky in front of us, and just before the dip in the road is a dead tree in front of an old barn and shed. The fallen branches of the tree frequently block our way during the winter storm. This night, however, it was not fallen branches that frightened me, but the silhouette of a baby, or I'm sorry, (laughs) of a body hanging... (laughs) From the tr- dead tree, swinging in the wind, I saw it long enough to see that it had a hood, or or a hat or something. But it, you know, she couldn't tell if it was a man yeah. or a woman. And then, oh no, what have I done? I've made it worse. Oh no, there we go. And you, how do I make myself a you? Oh, don't worry about it. Claire's also, you know, she's reading. She hears newspapers fall over in, in, in one room. She goes to check but doesn't find anything out of place. But when she sits down, the window in front of her sounds like a slam shut. Oliver, don't bite. Now, the windows were old. and didn't have, like, a cord to stop it from slamming yeah. down. So when they did slam, it, it shakes the house. Now, that's what she heard. That's what she felt But she looks and the window is still very open In fact, every window Was still very open So she doesn't know what she hears And then mom, son And daughter, Beth Look up at a picture of their sister Mary and a letter opener Had been stabbed through it She says That they all were questioning Their sanity at this point Clara eventually quit her job In Buffalo and starts working at the county board for education of children. Uh, she was closer to her kids and the home, which did bring her some level of comfort. And that is where we're going to leave this story. Okay. Clara's moved home. She's uh, going to be involved in quite a few things. So... Be ready for a good uh, Tale Because it's just going to get worse It's creepy So thanks for listening guys Uh, Remember To always tip your waitresses Um, Also make sure You tip them uh, Internet strippers So that we can Combat the evil words I used to describe them earlier it was my bad. It was my old religion bringing coming back up. It was my time. Love mm, it. Yeah. That being said, guys, please enjoy yourselves and remember. Ah, Oliver, Oliver McCann. She doesn't have anything for you. It's I have it. I have it. Look. And remember, guys, curl up them feet because Oliver's coming for them. Uh-oh. Good night. So's Phil. Phil's under there with his dirty feet fetish. His wife's at home, and he's at work 24 <laughs> 7 polishing them toes. Ew.
2: Night!